0801-81-200-200. Back on all, Testimony Prophetic Link, Lori Facebook, Ati Baba Testimony 123, Lori Instagram, Jesu Lolua. Fresh 107.9 FM la Beoluma. Wangboloke lala. Egbalawa. Ilwa Beoluma. Welcome to Fresh 107.9 FM. We educate. We inform. We entertain. We play feel good music.
107.9 FM. Professionalism nurtured by experience.
Freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM at Bogota today, Friday the 28th of May 2021. Uh, good to have you join us this uh, morning. Uh, time to take a look at the headlines on the dailies uh, this uh, Friday. Very uh, interesting Friday morning already. Uh, just barely minutes mm-hmm. into it. Uh, Mr. Samson, Mr. Heidi, I know is with me <laughs> this morning. Good morning. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Wally and Taylor uh, out there. Yes, yeah, great, great to have you join us this yeah, Friday morning. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's, yeah, there, one of there's things. just things with Friday mornings. <laughs> <laughs> the Punch, The Guardian, The Tribune, uh, The Pen Pushing Newspapers, The Premium Times are some of the options available to us. The, um, well, the lot of the headlines are there to look out for. I'll just uh, get right out uh, to mention some of them very swiftly and then we'll get talking. Uh, boldly written on The Punch. 
this morning. Illegal oil deals, federal government fails to recover $69 billion loot in American banks. That's on the punch this morning. says, 25 generals, others may go as Yaya emerges chief of army staff. There's another to look out for. That's actually on a lot of the uh, dailies uh, to uh, this morning. COVID-19 vaccinations suffer setback. Federal government laments vaccine shortage. There's another on the punch. Officers injured as Ogun cultists, land grabbers, police clash. It's also there uh, on the punch this morning. Uh, Dangote Refinery, marketers defile on NNPC proposed stake acquisition. Also there. The Nigeria Tribune, NLC, says no to further fuel increase. Uh, there is President Buhari appoints Yaya as new chief of army staff. Uh, there's also this one, Olu of Wari designate for coronation August 21. Is there uh, on the Nigeria Tribune as well uh, this uh, morning. Uh, we recorded 11 attacks on our facilities in 2021. 41 within two years, says Einek Boss. Uh, that's there on the Tribune as well. Insecurity, SAS disbandment, creating vacuum in tackling criminality. That's according to the acting IGP. Uh, that's one that has been generating a lot of reactions uh, since uh, he said it. Well, uh, it's there. Uh, on the Nigeria Tribune this morning. The Guardian, fear of massive retirement grips officers as army gets new chief uh, is on the Guardian. Lawan tasks ECOWAS parliament on terrorism, cross-border crimes. New Olu of Wari for coronation August 21st. Uh, there's also Lagos State will continue to look like a construction site, says Saulu. Uh, is also there on the Guardian. Ladikbo auto spare parts market risks closure over environmental issues there is we are targeting more three million children for free feeding uh, says buhari uh, that's on the occasion of the children's day is there on the guardian uh, this uh, morning the premium times with the uh, report of uh, what could happen in the nigerian army with the emergence of a new army chief uh, there is uh, this other one, though. says, again, Nigeria declares 132 travelers wanted for allegedly violating COVID-19 protocols. Reps question finance minister, accountant general on 19 billionaire transfer to AFDB. There's also Buhari finally replaces unqualified DG of NAPTIP. Uh, that's on the premium times. They have the profile of the new chief of army staff. Uh, Major General Farouk Yaya is there. Buhari appoints new chief of army staff. Uh, is there on the premium times uh, this uh, morning. The pen pushing newspapers also with the uh, report of the appointment of the new chief of staff, uh, chief of army staff. I remember that appointment is coming uh, days after the death, very sad death of the uh, former chief of army staff now, Lieutenant uh, General uh, Brian Matairu. Uh, Children's Day celebration, Governor Abiodun approves scholarship for 13 year old student for brilliant performance is on the pen pushing newspapers uh nbc suspends human rights radio over misconduct uh, is also there on the pen pushing newspapers uh, there are a number of others uh, there to look out for obasanjo visits market named after him in Ibadan is there as well well there, there are a lot of them uh, to look out for pensioners accused Governor Abiodun of turning deaf ears to their plights is also there on the pen pushing newspapers this morning. Barry appoints new chief of army staff. 
is there. Well, the um, the appointment of the new chief of army staff is expected to, well, according to reports, well, as expected anyway, to have some ripple effects as far as the hierarchy of the Nigeria army is concerned. Uh, from the punch, they say 25 generals, others may go as Yaya emerges chief of army staff. And now the president, Mohamed Bouhari, on Thursday appointed Major General Farouk Yaya as the new chief of army staff one week after the demise of uh, the former chief of army staff, Lieutenant General Ibrahim Atayru, and 10 others in a plane crash in Kaduna. Until his appointment, Yaya was the theater commander operation Adin Kai, responsible for counter-terrorism and counter-insurgency operations in the northeast. Yaya's emergence may, however, spell the end of the careers of about 25 major generals who were of the regular course 35 and regular course 36. Yaya's appointment was contained in a statement by the Acting Director of Defense Information, Brigadier General Yema Wachiku. The statement reads the Commander-in-Chief of the Armed Forces of the Federal Republic has appointed Major General Farouk Yaya's new Chief of Army Staff. Uh, the statement went on to state, went on to you know, uh, tell us what Major General Yaya had been up to. Uh, well, on Thursday, there were strong indications that his appointment would lead to the retirement of no fewer than 25 Major Generals who were his seniors. According to military tradition, the new Chief of Army Staff, who is of, of course 37, is junior to these officers and cannot superintend over them. He is also junior to the other service chiefs as the Chief of Defense Staff, General Loki Rabo, is of regular course 34 intake, Chief of Naval Staff, uh, Vice Admiral Awa Gambo, and Chief of Air Staff, Marshal Adayama, both uh, being regular course 35 intakes. Um, anyway, um, it's right there on the punch to look out for. Uh, the there's been some reactions. Uh, the Arawa Consultative Forum they say Yaya's profile looks good for new post. Uh, that's their reaction uh, to the appointment. Is there uh, on the punch? Twenty five generals, others may go as Yaya emerges chief of army staff for so long. You know there were a lot of talks about changing service chiefs. Uh, the change did come. Uh, unfortunately, no one would have thought that there would be a new chief of army staff so soon. Ibrahim uh, uh, Atari was appointed in January. Unfortunately, uh, he was snatched by the cold hands of death uh, some days ago. Uh, but for the new army chief, expectedly there would be some people <laughs> that would believe in because, uh, you know, although I, I don't know whether there were a lot of people who had to leave when Ibrahim uh, Atari became chief of army staff. But there's a lot of them with this new one. 25, uh, they say they are seniors that would naturally have to leave because it can obviously be their boss. It, it, it depends. But if anybody was expecting that uh, the president was going to change his style, I mean, that person must be, uh, <laughs> I don't know, must be living in the past, you know, because uh, the style of the president, you know, is to, just like some people said, you know, is to be prone on. But it's his prerogative, you know, to of choose course. whoever he wants, you know, to be the COAS, you know, so we, we, we cannot, uh, we cannot blame him for it. But one would have suspected that in, in, in multi-ethnic, multi, you know, religious society that we are in Nigeria, it would have changed because the opportunities, you know, came up twice. And when Adamu left, one, some people expected him to have picked from the East. And now, at least to that, that's the tension there. Now, again, uh, 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 the Atahiru, that means so rest in peace. And what, what would have expected? You know, there is this, there is this uh, Ben Henatu, you know, who is uh, the most senior in the East. What would have expected that uh, the president would have, you know, picked him, but he didn't pick him. And uh, you, you will expect that that will be his time because all along he has jettisoned this idea of a federal character. 
In fact, some people are in court over these uh, his appointments and what have you. But that's his own style. Again, uh, just like one commentator of, you know, said, self-preservation is very important in this case. Uh, there is a coup in Mali, Mali mm. you know, and one way or the other, uh, there is always a ripple effect. And the man wants self-preservation, so he wouldn't. He will, he will be pick somebody from his own end. But the worry, just like uh, some people express, is the fact that uh, we are in a multi you know, ethnic group, uh, a society where some other people who are qualified, who could have been picked, have not been picked. And the amount of money we spend on our senior officers, about, in fact, even when uh, the, the, the one that just died, when he, when he was appointed, at Tahiru, when appointed, about 20 of them were qualified, were, you know, were senior to him. Mm. But some of them had to go. But there is this tri service that they push them to. If they don't want them to go, it depends on the army council. You can push them to this multinational joint service or areas where he won't have direct control over them because they are his seniors. It's the tradition in the army. They are his seniors. He cannot control them. So if they like them, the military council, they can push them to certain areas. They call it tri-service. But if they feel they should go, they should go. But a country faced with this problem that we are talking about cannot afford to lose officers you know, the way we are losing senior officers coming from 34, 35, 37 and all that. So I think the situation now demands that we keep them. I mean, look at in, in, in Israel, they have reservists, very many of them. When there is problem, they bring them out. What is happening to our reservists and the way we treat them? So I, I do not expect, just like some people feel, that the president was going to change his style. Even two appointments again were made yesterday. Naptip, mm. another northern that was put there. Uh, Abari, you know, uh, Noah. <laughs> it was pushed there, you know. So, what what has changed? Nothing has changed. I'm not expecting any change because but, that's his own style. That's his own way of looking at it. But, Pro si- not. But but since since we've established that, let, let's let's then move on to talk about uh, the task ahead for okay. the uh, the new. new chief of army staff. Because uh, uh, I, I just continue to refer to the sad death of Ibrahim Atayiru. Uh, you know, he he spent. He, he had barely settled into mm, office. Mm, he had been having to answer questions as regards, uh, yeah, you know, the money, uh, money that was spent, spent before. And yeah, and um, you know, he had been asked. He had asked for time a couple of times, uh, saying, uh, "We will, you know, get a hang on the security situation eventually." Uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, yeah, the, there's a new one already, and uh, you know, the tasks are the, are the same. How enormous uh, is, is this new? task no, it, for it, this man well it's a big one because he, he has to face the army you know the army uh, especially the fighting force he has to ensure that their welfare you know is enhanced he has to ensure that they have because a lot of them you know lost confidence over the issue of like you the one you mentioned over the issue of we released so so amount of money one billion, you know, uh, dollars, you know, from the excess crude oil and all that, and there is nothing to show for it, you know. The, uh, the Atahiru faced that task. He's likely to face that task again, you know, because uh, of, of the fact that yes, those who are fighting, uh, the uh, Boko Haram guys, you know, have more have more sophisticated equipment, you know, than than our military. So issue of morale is there, and now that uh, Iswap or through ISIS are there in Sambisa Forest. You know that that's another tax you know, to face, and they have not relented. That's Boko Haram, and the the in fact America had even told us, had even hinted that ISIS is you know coming towards this this side because they want a caliphate, and they feel that it's a hell that they can get this size 
you know, this caliphate. So, and Philas, you know, from there hasn't shown, you know, any much uh, uh, hang, you know, mm. on, on the situation there. So it's a problem. But I think he has an enormous task to face vis-a-vis -vis Boko Haram, vis-a-vis -vis insurgency, banditry, and what have you. Especially those that have to do with North East, you know, North East in particular, because it's festering by the day. He has a huge task, you know, his hands. And well, let's hope you have his own men, you know, that he trusts, you know, to work and that they can, you know, go in there you mm. know, and do the job. But for now, the job is is a big is a big task, you know, for him to do. President Warrior points IAS new chief of army staff is on a lot of the dailies yeah. this morning. Uh, just before we take our very first break uh, this uh, morning, still talking security, but this time uh, the police. Uh, insecurity, size disbandment, creating vacuum in tackling criminality. That's according to the IGP. It says over 3,700 reinforcement sent to southwest, uh, south, south. Uh, the disbandment of the special anti-robbery squad has created a vacuum in the effort of the Nigeria police to tackle criminality in the country. The acting IGP, our colleagues, man, has said. Speaking at the presidential briefing organized by the presidential communications team at the Villa Abuja on Thursday, he also said that the aftermath of the entire protest dampened the morale of the personnel of the force. He said the regular policemen and women have not been able to immediately slot into the vacuum created by the SARS disbandment, even though efforts are ongoing to train them uh, for the new role. Um, the acting IGP affirmed that the security situation stabilizes most times, but with pockets of problems arise, uh, arising around the country. Usman said that the police have recorded successes against secessionists and criminals in the southeast, but they cannot be prosecuted and, and brought to justice because of the ongoing strike uh, by judiciary workers. On the plan to recruit 10,000 new police personnel, the review that the process has reached 70%, assuring that the exercise will stick to the federal character principle. But the rest of it is on the Tribune. Insecurity, SAS disbandment, creating vacuum in tackling criminality. That's according to the IGP. It says over 3,700 reinforcements sent to Southwest, South, South. Um, is there this uh, morning? I, I, I saw the number of reactions that trailed what he said. Uh, although some, for some individuals, they've uh, come out in defense of the IGP saying, well, he's just talking about the numbers, saying because of the disbandment, there's been a reduction in numbers of personnel. But some others have also argued that uh, these individuals that were disbanded, are you sure they were always involved in you know, the fight against criminality or they were just there uh, as... I've yeah. been alleged we led to the entire <laughs> protest. They were just uh, you know <laughs> making money for themselves. Uh, you know uh, those, those were some of the arguments uh, yesterday. Yes, there were arguments you know yesterday too. But the IGP is not looking at the global picture. It's not looking at what actually led to it: extrajudicial killing, mm. harassment, just picking on the youths in particular. You know, it got to a point that the youths have to come out, and that led to the uh, uh, NSAS protest. If that protest didn't take place, the killings will have complete. I mean, where a situation where I cannot hold my, you know, especially the youth, you cannot hold your iPad, you know, whatever. You can even your phone. I mean, human rights uh, conditions, you know, just thrown to the backwater, to the backwater. So, it really, it was really bad, you know, for the, and that was why the people went on answers so that is mainly the problem not that answers led to the situation yes after answers especially the situation in the southeast and part mm, of mm. southwest yes people really faced the police you know burning down police stations and what have you that is a different thing entirely the one in the east because that mm. to do with security in the east too yeah. 
not I mean they were not attacked because of answers. Although even people after answers, so many people who took key roles in there were were persecuted. I mean passports were were seized, accounts were frozen, frozen and all that. So those were the reasons which led to it's not because of answers. Answers had reasons. And after the, even what had happened after what was SWAT? I mean you the, the SWAT was supposed to have you know replaced answers. Why? Why are they not energizing SWAT? You know to take play the play the role. Well, well, well he, he says the regular policemen and women, uh, you know, that they've not been able to immediately uh, slot into that vacuum uh, created by the stars disbandment, even though efforts are going to train them for the new role. Uh, but one would expect that, um, although just like I said earlier, you know, the argument of some is were they even part of the anti-crime activities earlier? Were that they not is, just enjoying themselves exactly. and making money for themselves? But uh, with the disbandment, there was always going to be a reduction in, in numbers available to the police, and maybe that's his argument as oh, to the vacuum he's talking about. No reduction. You know, the the SAS on his own was to face banditry, especially. Arm robbery, I'm what robbery. have you? So it, it was in a class of his own, but the disbandment did not mean that others were not performing the role of, you know, curbing banditry, arm robbery, and what have you. The problem is the police had created a big problem for themselves by the way they operated, and so especially in the east now, that's the reason why. All the, after all these problems, we are not having them, you know, especially facing the police burning down houses, you know, burning down police stations, and what have you. It's not happening in other areas. Another problem was created in the East. That's the reason why you have the problem he's having now. And that, that's, well, he's saying the um, if SARS were not disbanded, maybe they would have solved the problem. But the problem SARS was, solved, was supposed to solve, they were not solving them. They were facing the youths. Mm. And the youths of this country woke up to say no more of this extrajudicial killing, you know, seizure of war, this, clamping people in... in, in, in jail and what have you, just in, in detention unnecessarily. And so that's the reason why SARS was disbanded. Nigerians actually wanted it and they got it. But the problem is the East, which is now saying because of the disbandment, they don't have enough people, regular police. The regular policemen are still there. It's because, in fact, most of them hide their uniforms now because of the situation in the East, not because of SARS in this band. Well, we'll take a very quick pause and uh, return to talk about uh, what has been happening. Uh, the INEC meeting, the INEC bosses meeting with the heads of security chiefs yesterday. Uh, INEC, uh, they uh, yesterday gave a breakdown of the mm-hmm. number of attacks that they faced uh, in the last couple of months. Don't go anywhere. Se won ni baba re ni bala ona la ki ya kankan itigoni e to fi ye ki wonu odarapo mo egbe olori re tin be ninu oko asiyori ilese blossom mastermind international limited where a franchise business organization designed to generate passive income that will make you financially independent eto ilera ti igbese aye deran ara awujo lo je wa logun we are into health and wellness supplement iyan awon akanse eroja amara wa lalafia pelu iwon ba wo perete to ba fi doko wo pelu wa ohun la fi link yin po mo awon partners wa oloko owo ti o so in dia Shijere, or se mefa mefa alan so wofun bo ba wantou mba wadu wopo. Ok ba wantou si te ba wase, yu shala yifo yin pe. Or se mefa ki yipe ni ba mi, te ala ti ofi dulo re agoyin. Iwa oti tonto nte kasoro kaba be. Lo mou blosom yato, la ane amon yoku. No rifara, no sales, no story. Lati dara po mwa, te yes, do the WhatsApp. Tabi ki ope 08156 83321. Le konsi 08156 
0803-832-321. Blossom Mastermind Wani, number 9, for Lashika Shopping Complex. Legbe Baba Testimony Church, Okelan Turwa Belkuta. Blossom Mastermind. Itoko wo, tofini lokon bale. Eh, oda, yavin, awa ami wola ansoron kwa egana. Se o man pe lori ero pe ni. Be ni dokita. Hmm. O de tu man pe lori aye lujara. Be ni. O man pe gran ni dokita. Eh eh. O ye mi. Datare o de kin tan bi. Dokita, koko ojo oro na ni pe. Ti ko ba si lori pe. A ma were. Ta ma ran ni de bi pe. E ma gbo ni mali mejo. Ya fin. Oko yin ti ko globere kete fifa. Beni o eyin na ko globere kete fifa. Te ba foruko sile, te si bere sini lo si mu glo totun yin. E gba fe ku ogorun mefa naira lesekese. Yo fe tu a fe ku ndo ologorun kan lori gbogbo eto data yin ke le wa lori aye lujara ke soro ke si do we ke di ba to ba wu yi. Awon alabaso wo wa totun ati to ti wa tele. Yo ji a fe ku ndo ologorun meje ni gbogbo gba ti an bara card yi. E kan si global to ba sumo eyinju ta ba won lagbata wa lati se foruko sile ke si ma lo si mu yin lo. Whoa. Unlimited. Thank you for staying with us. Still freshly pressed this Friday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM. Uh, there is uh, the uh, report of uh, what the IGP had to say is on virtually all the dailies. Uh, we took it from the Tribunal of the Guardian. Uh, also with the uh, report uh, this uh, morning. Uh, says, um, starts disbanding creating security challenge. IGP cries out. Uh, for some, uh, they're just on the lookout to see. Because... I, I, just quickly, uh, you know, cut to me. I remember there was a disbandment of SAS. Uh, I think it was uh, during Ahmed Idris. Yes, Ahmed. And then, yeah, um, yeah, you know, the the uh, Mohammed Adamu came back yeah. and you know brought it back. Uh, you know, so, so am I just looking at this situation and thinking, hope this IGP is, you know, uh, suggesting be. something. But you, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, not to suggest anything. I'm just saying. SAS disbandment creating security challenge. IGP cries out. Uh, that's there. Um, on the Nigeria, on the Guardian this morning, the Nigerian Tribune recorded 11 attacks on our facilities in 2021. 41 within two years, says Einek Boss. The Independent National Electoral Commission said it had recorded 41 attacks on its facilities across the country within the last two years. Einek Chairman Professor Makwindi Akubu disclosed this at the Commission's emergency meeting with security agencies under the auspices of the Interagency Consultative Committee on Election Security. Yakubu said the attacks on the commission's facilities should now be treated as a national security emergency. Um, in his words, in the last four weeks, 11 officers of the commission were either set ablaze or vandalized. Two of these incidents were caused by Boko Haram and bandits' attack, while 10 resulted from thuggery during election and post-election violence. However, the majority of the attacks, 29 out of 41 in the last two years, were unrelated to election or electoral activities. In fact, 18 of them occurred during the entire protest in October last year, while 11 were organized by unknown gunmen and hoodlums. Yakubu said that although the commission was assessing loss of materials during recent attacks, its, prelu- its preliminary, preliminary assessment <laughs> so far indicated that it lost 1,105 ballot boxes, 694 voting cubicles, 429 electric generating sets, and 13 utility vehicles. Um, the rest of it, 
is there on the Nigeria Tribune. Because uh, the Anik boss reiterating what he's been saying for a while now, saying these attacks threaten the conduct of elections in this country. Um, of course, uh, the uh, Anambra election is uh, the yeah. very closest one. Very close. Uh, I know next year there will be Oshuan Undo, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Anambra first of all, and then the issue of continuous voter registration. That's another thing on the on the agenda of INEC, and he's saying these things that are happening, if they continue unabated, uh, then a lot of these activities will, uh, will definitely uh, be affected. Well, uh, generally speaking, when people are disgruntled, when people are not happy about what a particular government is doing, I mean, the next thing is to show their grievances and at least punish that government. But in this case, I think it's not good enough. Uh, If you have grievances, why don't you come out to tell the authorities? Because by damaging this, the money they will use will be taken from the covers of the government that money is meant to be used for another thing. So mm. we cry you know, about uh, underdevelopment, underdevelopment and what have you. I do not support burning of edifices or whatever. It's not good enough. But it's a way to show people's grievances. And that shows that... But the, that the, the, the cases, uh, it, although uh, the, the, there's been attacks on INEC facilities yeah. in many parts of the country. I remember the other day I was uh, talking about the breakdown. But but we've People seen what has been happening yeah. in the in, in the southeast of recent. Yes. Um, Anambra, mm. uh, Enugu, Eboi. Mm. Uh, th- those are just uh, from from at least the, well we don't know the, we keep, we continue to say unknown hoodlums or unknown gunmen but there had been suggestions that, that those are yes, part of the uh, agitation for secession and all that I agree I mean that's uh, all along IPOB IPOB had never hidden its dislike you know for any other activity other than you know secession uh, they, has, they, they have never hidden it in fact there was a time before Iman Namdekano was uh, actually escaped. He the argument had been usually every year he will insist that people, especially when they want to celebrate their anniversary, mm. you see people should stay indoors, yeah. and that's a way you know to curb. I mean to prevent people from exercising their legal rights. So this may be a follow-up because they are insisting that there shouldn't be any election in 2023. But it's not even they. It's not even IPOB alone. Some groups. Within the Odudua, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Republic, say so seeking the Odudua Republic, are insisting that we should that there shouldn't be any election, that but there should be, you know, uh, uh, this break up of the country. No, no, not break up. They they want uh, we let let's rejig this country. Oh, okay. You know, restructuring. restructuring. Okay. Some people <laughs> have the view that restructuring is it. Not election because mm-hmm. what what do you restructure when the structure already is bad? The constitution is just lopsided and it's been operated lopsidedly. So some people have, the, have that opinion. But this attack appears, especially with Anambra coming. It's, it's going to be in November or thereabout. Yes, mm-hmm. November. It's coming in November. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, it shows. It points to that fact. But again, it's an unknown government. Is you know, hoodlums and what have you. But I think in this instance. There are people you can talk to. When you have a case in, on, on your hand like this as a government, what you do is you look up. The, there are security agencies, there are intelligence agencies, people who can gather intelligence and say, okay, these are the people doing it. It's not always force you use all the time. I'm, I'm insisting on that. There are times when you can call people to order because let's come to look at it. Let's come to think of it. Eventually, are, yes, the, some of them have been attacked, have been you know, uh, caught. Why in the, in the in the act and what have you? Yeah. 
But in the final analysis, there are some daredevil people who, once they believe in a cause, they follow, they follow through. Yes, irrespective of if, what it will do to their lives. And I think at times, you use carrot and stick. There are times when you can call people to other. Because this is a national, just like the man himself said it, it's a national uh, problem. It's a national security problem. If you cannot conduct election, what happens? The emergency mm. comes in. Mm. And so to avert emergency, I think we should, the government should do something to stop it. In Amani, a discussion, dialogue over burning of police. INEC offices is there on The Guardian as well uh, to uh, look out for. There's this um, story about um, importation of cars into the country. Oh. Uh, says Nigerians to pay more for imported vehicles from June 1st. Uh, that's on the Guardian. Comes with the riders hiking, terminal handling charges, move businesses to neighboring countries, dealers lament rising costs. Um, those are some of the riders uh, that come with our story. There is um, also uh, this deployed to discourage vehicles importation, yeah. stakeholders alleged. Now, beginning from June 1st, 2021, Nigerians with a low budget will be unable to purchase cars, while those with a high budget will pay double. As uh, terminal operators have announced a 50% increase in terminal handling charges. Uh, two roll-on roll-off terminals at the Tinkan Island Port, Ports and Terminal Multipurpose Limited, as well as Five Star Logistic Terminal, had two weeks ago announced an increase in their terminal handling charges by 50%. According to the circular released by both terminal operators, the increment is expected to take effect from Tuesday next week. However, the terminals have blamed the increment on inflation and huge operational costs due to the nature of Nigerian ports among um, others. Uh, the In the circular by PTML, one of the biggest vehicle terminal in Nigeria states, PTML would like to bring the attention of their esteemed customers to the dramatic surge in inflation in 2020 and 2021, as well as the ever-increasing operational expenses incurred because of the particularly challenging port operational environment, which has had a huge impact on the company's direct cost. PTML tariff has not been adjusted for a number of years now, and it has become impossible for the terminals to provide the same level of service at current prices. Uh, anyway, uh, it, 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 the rest of it is there on the Guardian. There's, there's been a lot of reactions. Importers, car dealers, and freight forwarders have kicked against the increase in the terminal handling charges, saying the development would heighten inflation. Uh, that's the reaction that I've trailed it. Uh, is there on the Guardian this morning? I, I think the, I think the government is uh, behaving like uh, the peacock, you know, uh, uh, an ostrich. The probable yes, an ostrich. Because what they ought to have done, they are not doing. Look, Ghana. Ghana, close to 10 years now, you can't get all these cars to buy there. They, deliberately, they say, do, no importation. But what did they do? They brought in uh, uh, Volkswagen, brought in uh, Toyota, all these manufacturing manufacturing companies, car manufacturing companies to come to Ghana. One, it creates job for Ghanaians. Not only that, it helps government economy. But here, all along, we have been, you know, there was a time we said you cannot bring in 25 years, no kind of car that is above 25 years or 15 years and what have you. What government should do is to encourage all these manufacturers to come into the country. But is the environment okay for them to come into the country? There is insecurity in the land. There is kidnapping. There is banditry and what have you. That, that, let them solve the problems first. You, cannot, you are punishing Nigerians if you go that way because there is hyperinflation. And look at uh, foreign exchange. It's very. It's going to be about four, as at the last count, four ninety-two mm-hmm. the naira to the dollar. So these are the mitigating or mitigating problems that you have, which government ought to solve. After all, we had all these Volkswagen in the country before, in Kaduna, in in Lagos, everywhere, even in Enugu, in Anambra, Anamco. We have all these things there. But where did they go to? Why did they go there? These are the problems we should interrogate, interrogate not punishing Nigerians. That's the way I look at it. That's what Ghana did. 
Yes, no more importing of Tukumbo cars, but come into our country, give them tax, whatever, whatever thing you can give them you know, to make them stay in Nigeria. And we not we won't be riding all these cars, you know, that are already gone before you bring them in. <laughs> but, but but we know with, with these uh, things that you talk about, we know uh, the, the the major the major problem mostly is power because yes, uh, and that for some reason that that's a, a situation where the solution continues to evade us and we just haven't been able to resolve that issue. Yeah, and I, until I we can, I then. agree. No, but yes, I agree. But there are ways we can. There are ways we can. I'm, I'm not sure power alone can. Even if it means diverting power to all those areas where you have all these com- you know, these companies, you know, situated. What has become of uh, estates, you know, industrial estates in Lagos? You now have pastors occupying those places, religious bodies. It's a it's a it's a systemic problem which we have not endeavoured to solve all along. We all looked at oil and all that, and this is what has brought to us. Well, is there on the Guardian Nigerians to pay more for imported vehicles from June first? Um, I, I don't know. I, I just <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I don't think you to imagine. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you know what the ripple effect of that will be. Uh, is, been a, uh, a problem. You know, all our neighbours will now benefit from it. For all along, been did a fast one on us. They reduced the tariff, mm. imp- importation tariff. They reduced it drastically. So. Importers prefer to go to Benin, you know, and from Benin comes to Nigeria. Nigeria is suffering. Nigeria is losing money. We have not taught along uh, all this long a long time ago. So it's, it's it's a big problem. It's a holistic thing that we have to look at holistically, not this fifty uh, percent, you know, increase. It's not it alone. There are so many other things attached to it. Well, officers injured as Ogun Colter's land grabbers police car clash is on the uh, punch. Uh, there are some reports about the uh, Children's Day celebration yesterday. President Muhammad Buhari saying they're looking at uh, three million more children for school feeding program. Uh, just here in Ogun State, uh, as uh, reported by the Pempushi newspapers, uh, Children's Day celebration, Governor Abedo approved scholarship for 13-year-old student uh, for brilliant performance mm. uh, is there on the Pampishing newspapers uh, a, lo- a lot of course on that day on Children's Day as expected is said about uh, dedication to children's uh, mm. child development uh, but you know I, I, so I saw a very uh, interesting uh, cartoon yesterday a cartoon image uh, you know add uh, different bags mm. you know there was debt uh, talking about the country's debt profile, mm-hmm. uh, talking about uh, corruption, mm-hmm. uh, talking about uh, you know so many food. things. Yes, and then you know, there was a picture of a child in between, and then the question was, how do you want this child to develop? And that, and it just it just paints the picture of our situation. Really, uh, a lot of the things that we are doing at the moment are uh, definitely uh, things uh, that are not that means the, the future of the Nigerian mm-hmm. child is not entirely guaranteed. It, it is, it's very bleak. It's very bleak because there are about uh, 10.5 you know, out of school. Then there are about 19.1 million mm. who are in IDP camps. But look at even Charles Wright, right, right. Only in fact, 11 states in the north have not dem- domesticated it. So, if you have not even domesticated it, because it's, it's the Child Rights Act that stipulates that states, you know, the rights, you oh, know, of the child. Know. So, education and all this whole health and what have you is part of it. So, the problems facing the child in Nigeria is enormous. It's, it's very enormous. But again, even when adults are not having every, their, their parents are not having things, you know, uh, uh, easy, easy. So, what was the pro- so the problem starts from there? Starts from the economy, starts from welfare, starts from 
security or insecurity. All these things have to be tackled before you look at children. But again, children are special human beings that should be. That's the reason why the Child Rights Act is there. But unfortunately, some states don't believe in it. Eleven from the north. They have not even domesticated. Anyway, let's uh, get here from you this morning at Fresh FM Abelkta on Twitter. Uh, we're live on Facebook. Drop your contributions there. The numbers 0815 Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, in like this morning, mm. Sharia in Southwest, <laughs> and some who will see that headline this morning, they will just jump on it without reading it. Mm. Because I've, I've, I've listened to radio stations this morning, mm. some of Nigerians don't even read the details of the story, they will just come and condemn and criticize. Mr. Eddie. Yes, sir. In that submission, it was Southwest, some Muslims in Southwest, in Yoruba land. Oh, I'm on Southwest, let me get you clarified. So in Yoruba land, they are called for. Said, mm. They want Sharia for their Muslims. For their Muslims. And they said they want Sharia. And that was not meant that they call Muslims in Southwest supporting. Mm. So, mm. it's a but people are making it to look at this. I get yes. the point Mr. Solomon is yes. making, saying but, that uh, you know some individuals are already making it to seem like uh, it is a move that is being made from another part of the country, saying at uh, uh, that area yes. yesterday was actually muted by some uh, Muslims from the southwest. But, but uh, I, I agree, but it's, it's very dangerous. Yeah, of course. Uh, it's, that, very, that. it's a very dangerous proposition. In fact, we are not even support. Even the Sharia, it was it was during Obama's judgment. He said yes, it was a political Sharia. But see what it has cost, you know. To, it's, it, I mean, I, I, even thinking of bringing it to any part of the Nigeria, apart from the, I think it's a very very dangerous because considering look, the multi the, the multi. Mm-hmm. Then we, look, we went to under the military, went to OIC. It's even affecting us now at the international level. Even when they are to vote, when there are, there is problem between Palestine and Israel. We vote according to you know who is in power. I sure. think it's dangerous. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Wale. Good morning, Professor Eddie. Good morning. I think it's already done. I think I want to give it to uh, the government this time around because uh, I would have expected the president to uh, probably look as we are for. Wow. Well, do, do try again. We lost our call. Um, 0815 432 uh, the commissioner is not entirely smooth this morning. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. We can hear you. Go ahead. I'm actually a good night, my name. I'm from the All right, go ahead, sir. On the issue of uh, youth, the children of yesterday we are talking of, mm. mm, they are 13. The, the president that are saying not to increase the feeling. The, when you are having a good structure, the federal government, we are still the state where they are needing me. I don't believe in, in the southwest here. You don't need the product pudding to, to create the, to solve the problem of the children here. 
we need more money to build the more classrooms, to give them the bedrooms and all. In the north, they can be good. That is the last well, let's hope this is clearer. I look good morning. Well, we, we appreciate all the uh, gifts and the presents made for our children yesterday. And uh, we believe that we, we, they will continue like that all over the places and make our future leaders great. But at the same time, I want to call the attention of our uh, governors and uh, national uh, leaders to the pension pensioners' uh, plight. Mm-hmm. I know they are proposing three days fast, fast. because of the, the, what, they are, what they are passing through. And all the efforts they have made have failed. All these things should be taken into consideration as well. Mm. Then the agitation in the East, let the leaders of the Eastern uh, region look at it very holistically. The nation belongs to all of us. Whatever philosophy they are uh, pursuing, let them have, propose it and let us have a roundtable discussion. Because... They said the uh, they said let there be let them stop uh, 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 firing. Let them stop the. Why do we stop the fire in the first place? So well, I believe if they have a, a rethink of it, we will have a, a good Nigeria that belongs to all of us. God bless Nigeria. Thank you very all much. Right. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, this is Lawrence from Calling from Lagos. Good morning. I don't think there is no justification for. People of a stable mind to return to burning of public activities in order to extend their grievances. Mm. So we, can, we cannot let them to that for any reason. Mm. It's only people that are of a stable mind that will return to that. And secondly, I think it's a sharing new theory that the NFC has made it and given us assurance that there will be no fuel increase. That will be projected. Mm. But increasing the price of fuel was not the already battered economy and uh, makes people to be paralyzed more. And the issue of the uh, uh, appointment of the new chief of army staff, I think the, 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 government, the president has the prerogative to do yes, whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. I think what should be of our concern is the performance, the ability and the capability of who, to be, uh, who, who is choosing. All right. Who has been choosing. So, who has been appointed. All right. Th- thank you, Mr. Uh, Alcomi. Uh, let's see whether we can take some tweets now. But good morning. Okay, before the... Well, good morning, bro. Good morning, sir. Good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling from? I'm Jim Ocken, I'm calling from Ibesha. All right, go ahead. I think uh, it is uh, it, it can it, it can never be overstated that we don't need violence. We don't need to go into any war in this country. And I want to enjoy my brothers and sisters in the southeast to embrace this and let's just talk Nigeria and relate together. Together, it will be well for all of us. We are going to shed any 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 further shade of blood. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Um, on Twitter this morning, Akredi Camille says, I do not see the president changing his style of administration, especially in the area of lopsided appointment. We should just accept the choice of PMB. Uh, is a mistake we, we have to endure till next presidential election. Says, Will Nigerians learn? That's the question he's asked. 
Uh, Reverend Tanik Bola says, good morning, Nigerians. Children, I celebrate you all. Be obedient children. Nigeria is going to be okay. Okay. Mm. Shagun Bogi says, congratulations to the new army chief. We wish him the best during his tenure. But President Bari will never change. He believes so much in the North, North. that any other region doesn't hide it. Nigeria... It says Nigeria will not forget the president. Well, Nigeria hasn't forgotten any of its presidents. Yeah, <laughs> whatever, what, the, whatever the case, action or inaction, yes. Edward <laughs> Abayo says, "Why would the same NPC that could maintain the national refineries despite gulping enormous resources?" Uh, for TAM or turnaround maintenance, I ever dream of acquiring a stake in the, a private refinery? Are we missing something? By the way, congratulations to Oimbo Precious for the scholarship. Uh, mm-hmm. Says up school. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but Adam Lola, the only word that exists in PMP dictionary, well, is nepotism. Mm-hmm. However, we the new army chief the best on feeding of school children is all scam yeah. and a waste of resources as well. Mm-hmm. Federal government should prepare a better future for them mm-hmm. rather than feeding them now. Yeah. Uh, Tawutu Lulokwe says the menace of cultism and land grabbing in Ogo State needs to be tackled. There is need for the State House of Assembly to make stringent laws to tackle this menace as yeah. to destroying the future of our youth mm-hmm. and uh, society uh, at large. Well, um, on uh, Facebook, uh, there are some of you who have joined us live on uh, Facebook just before we wrap things up. They says, good morning, well done, sirs. Government should do something about insecurity uh, that we are facing in this country. Enough is enough. What is the problem? They must be there. Uh, they must be... Uh, with, uh, okay, he says, we don't even know where we are going in this country. Abamakole Shodainday. Bam Kole Muhyiddin says, on the appointment of General Yaya as chief of army, that should not surprise anyone. Uh, it does not. Uh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> he says, however, whether the president appoints his son as army chief or any other person, what we need is result. But I should solve this problem of insecurity uh, once and for all. Enough is enough, uh, he went on to say. Uh, there are some problems we need to check before all these cars issues, insecurity, uh, bad roads, mm-hmm. um, electricity. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, all right, that, that's that's it this morning. Thank you uh, for your contribution this uh, morning, Mr. Adiana. Thanks for having me. Many thanks to you for investing your time with us. Um, I've been seeing a lot of people uh, sending messages to me uh, talking about the uh, Fresh FM Children's Day Fiesta in Ibadan yesterday. Oh, it was so many people. Uh, it, it was great to have you know children come out, have fun, uh, mm. you know, in, in that way. Mm. Uh, but the the big conversation is how to ensure that the future of these kids. Is secured. Like I said yesterday, uh, yes, you could argue that the bulk of the job is on the table of some individuals, but we also have roles to play as well. Enjoy your Friday. Have a blessed weekend. Good morning.